So when the words weapons of mass destruction come to mind, uh, people usually think of nukes, plain and simple. <laughs> but there's way more to it than that. And although I would have done this episode regardless if this virus was going on or not, I want to tell everybody watching and listening that this has nothing to do with what's been going on with COVID-19. And quite honestly, I'm just sick of hearing about it by now. So, you know, just I'm tired of it. <laughs> so let's break this down. First off, SHAD stands for Shipboard Hazard and Defense. It was also called Project 112 which was also named, it was named this because it referenced the project's number out of the one, I think it was 150 projects. Yeah, it was 150 projects reviewed and processed by John F. Kennedy's Secretary of Defense, Robert McNamara. I think that's how his name is said. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, this particular project is nothing new, but it's seldom known and may very well link in with the whole chemtrail conflict, or at least add some validity to it. So the primary objective of this operation that was approved all the way back in the 60s or 50s, I think it was, was to use aerosols to disseminate chemical and biological agents that could turn, uh, sorry, in turn, produce controlled temporarily, uh, temporary incapacitation. And this program would be tested on quite a large scale at test sites all across the world, like Britain, Canada, Australia, and the, the Central and South Pacific. At the very least, 50 trials were conducted. And out of these 50 trials, there were at least 18 tests in which directly involved the use of simulants replicated after that of biological agents. And at least 14 involved direct chemical agents, including sarin and VX, as well as tear gas and, and a bunch of others. And there were at least 13 U.S. warships involved in this experimentation or this project as well. Like, this was no small project, okay? And I also want to note that although this happened more than 50 years ago, it was repeatedly and categorically denied that this project ever existed by the U.S. military for years and years, up until the year 2000, only 20 years ago, when they finally admitted and they fessed up to it. Now, the key thing to understand about this massive project is that the objective was to test and produce bioweapons that could potentially be as dangerous as that of a nuclear weapon, and in essence, act as an alternative in, in the event of some type of emergency, right? Now, I want everyone to note at the same time, this was a highly classified military testing program and was aimed at both offensive and defensive human animal and plant reaction to chemical warfare and biological warfare in various combinations of climate and terrain. Now it's also important to note that these experiments took place all over the world as I mentioned earlier but involved people whom to this very day were like didn't know what was going on. It's not like they even volunteered for it. These chemicals were spread onto these ships, uh, I presume, unknowingly. Uh, like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, th that's just crazy. Like, it's rumored and was later confirmed that these people, these soldiers that were tested on, did not give consent, like, by any means, right? And not only were humans tested on extensively, but so were plants, animals, insects, aircrafts, ships, submarines, and amphibious vehicles, Right, in order to evaluate the resistance or weakness to all of these creatures and vehicles so the army could know uh, what worked and what didn't. 
and how the West could gain an advantage over a, uh, a potential enemy in the case of a biological warfare down the road. Uh, tests were also conducted within international airports, New York subways, I mean, you name it. Like, local police and transit authorities, obviously, they're too low level to know about this. They weren't notified about this at all. Which, again, like, if I had to be completely honest, doesn't exactly surprise me. Uh, the results did indicate, however, that a city-level pandemic would have occurred if the chemicals they were testing on the subways and all that were to be distributed in a much larger fashion. So I guess you could say that these experiments were a success. I mean, it's kind of shitty for me to say, but I guess arguably that's what the, the project was aiming for, right? I do also want to note that the military did not acknowledge the existence of this project until the year 2000, like I mentioned, but it was because of an investigative reporter spent years digging into it. Right, which then later led to a bunch of lawsuits uh, against the U.S. government and committee investigations. And so what was concluded from all of this was that these experiments took place without anybody ever knowing, except for the officials conducting the experiment and the ones that were briefed on this, which were very few. Not only that, but this is what's crazy. This lasted from 1962 all the way to 1973, Okay, so that's 11 years. It's more than a decade that they were doing this kind of crap. So it's not like this was just a handful of experiments and then it was, like, halted. Like, this was, this was going on for a long time, man. Like, and even to this very day, there are tons of classified documents that have suddenly gone missing as it pertains to this particular project. I'm, I mean, you can look it up for yourself. All of a sudden, the documents just went missing. It's like all this stuff was just erased from the face of the earth. Now, let's circle around and allow me to explain how this could potentially link to that of the chemtrails, uh, you know, conflict. So, I'm sure others out there agree with me when I say that if the United States military and intelligence agencies were familiar and complicit with such an unauthorized, well, unauthorized in some senses, the way the chain of command occurred on this project was bizarre, but anyways. If they were familiar and complicit with such an unauthorized, ethically treacherous project, then I would be more than inclined to not rule out the probability of there being chemicals broadcasted onto certain regions within certain countries in the world for the simple sake of testing, right? Now, this theory may be disproven, or there could be evidence proving it to be true. But I'm ultimately inclined to lean towards it being a very plausible theory for the simple fact that as each week goes by, as each month goes by, particularly in the year 2020, we are finding that more and more things about every aspect of our so-called stable society or stable institutional government and our governing bodies are built up and propped up on complete and utter lies. And it makes me question the very fabric in which we as a society are living in. And I'm saddened that I would have to question this. I, I really am. But that's what it's come to. And I'm sure many of you out there would agree with me if I had to be honest with myself. So to say that world governments may be controlling weather patterns to a certain degree, or they're putting chemicals like you know, uh, aluminium or, or barium or arsenic or whatnot in the air that we're not aware of, right, is something I really wouldn't rule out, okay? Because, guys, like I've said before, 
how much of this can I rule out until down the line it ends up being true? Like, seriously. I mean, I'm not saying the whole chemtrails thing is completely accurate, but there may be some plausibility to it, right? Look, and at the same time, like, don't misunderstand me as well. I'm not saying that this particular theory will be proven to be true if somehow some major story breaks about how there's something happening along the lines of the chemtrails theory, right? But then, like, what, what can I say to that, right? Like, if I'm saying it's not true or I'm saying it is, and then a story breaks about it, I'm not going to sit here and say I was right or this or that, whatever, right? I'm not going to say that, but at the same time, there could be some truth to this whole chemtrails thing. I, re I really wouldn't rule it out. And I've done as much research as I could on it, but if there's any proof surrounding this, then anyone in the comments, please, you know, send me a link or comment a link. I'd, I'd love to look at it. Um, and I, I can't say anything other than the fact that people who have been called crazy are sounding more and more sane and reasonable in today's day and age. So the question then becomes the whole thing with chemtrails. Would you really rule it out? I'm not saying you have to believe it, but would you rule it to be fake and dismiss it? Or would you rather let time decide for us? And I think during the time that we're living in, I think that time and patience will provide us with the, the ultimate answer here. Right? We're not living in the world that we think we're living in. And something's coming soon. I'm not saying that to be vague, but something is coming and it's going to happen in a major way. Is it going to be a change in the frequencies? Is it going to be a, a war? Is it going to be, you know, is COVID-19 a part of this? Who knows? It may be one big ev uh, event or it may be multiple. And I can't say if it's going to be good or bad because I honestly don't know the answer. But at the end of the day, something is coming. And I'm not, if something hits, I'm not going to sit back and say, I told you so. That's not of me to say, to do that or say that. Right, But I mean, I can also understand that when you say that something is coming, that's a very general and vague statement, right? But anyways, I'll, I'll do another episode on that uh, shortly. So look, I think ultimately you can't rule out the fact that this chemtrails thing may have some, some truth to it, okay? And ultimately, I think that if the government was doing those experiments back in the 50s or the 60s, What's the difference between that and chemtrails, you know? Like 50, 60 years later, what's the difference, right? Um, so I think that people who believe in the chemtrails thing, I, I feel bad for the people that are being made fun of about it because it's very possible, all right? And I know people may rip on me and make fun of me for saying this, but at the end of the day, if I'm not going to say it, then who's going to say it, right? So anyways, until more comes out about either subject or, or both of them, <clears throat> I mean, it seems like the stuff that, uh, that was done under JFK's administration has pretty much come to a halt because of lack of evidence. So I guess you can say until more comes out about chemtrails, there's not much more in which I can elaborate on. So thank you guys very much for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace.